0: great day. Welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one therapist, business and branding coach. So back by popular demand, I've received a lot of inquiries due to a poll that I did on Instagram, most recently in the last seven days about um, what type of topics mental health providers want to hear more about on the podcast. And one of the topics that continuously comes up is around abundant lifestyles. And I have a clue of why clinicians want to hear about this particular topic. And I believe that it's directly correlated or linked with the desire to have the outcome that they want in their lifestyle, in their business, to enjoy life. And so the clinicians like to hear about how I am able to position my lifestyle to do certain things based off of the productivity and results of my business. And so today I want to return back to a previous podcast episode where I pretty much broke down um, how I was chosen out of 850 applicants to scale my business. And so I want to talk about what the experience was like that was not captured on my Instagram stories and what it was like to go to another state, go to a spa, get an awesome face facial and massage, of course, incorporated first-class travel, staying at an awesome all-inclusive resort, and then of course, attending my mastermind. And so if you haven't had a chance to listen to specifically podcast 125, that's when I went over what it was like to be chosen um, out of 850 individuals or applicants to scale my business and then how that led to me participating in attending this mastermind in Sedona, Arizona. And so overall, I want to say that the experience was definitely a plus, plus, plus. I had already talked about in a previous episode um, what it was like to travel first class. And so just to take you back a little bit, especially if this is your first time listening to one of my podcast episodes, or if you haven't listened to podcast 125, I have flew for the first time since... Pre this season, right? Pre COVID. And so I haven't flown since January. And so our first trip getting on a plane was to Florida. We flew into Fort Lauderdale, stayed in Miami, um, and then stayed in a smaller city outside of Miami, or actually outside of Fort Lauderdale, where we split up the time. It was just me and my husband the first basically 36 hours. And then we met up with his family that flew in the next day. And then we got an Airbnb. And so from there, we had a good time in Miami and we parted ways, me and my husband, because I had also, um, of course, accepted the position to be part of this mastermind. And I had to change my plane ticket to then, instead of flying back home with my husband from Fort Lauderdale, I ended up flying to Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. So I was still able to keep my I was still able to get my first class seat, um, which was awesome. It was a very good experience. Um, the The plane ride was I'm not going to say smooth, but it was good. You know, we got there safely. And um, when I got to Scottsdale, I got there pretty late in the evening, but I was able to rent a car. I stayed in a five star hotel by the airport. Um, it was actually right by. Um, Arizona State University. I stayed at the Westin and um, I was able to collect my Marriott points because that's what I started doing in this season as well is really branching away from the hotels.com or Expedia or Travelocity and really going to the hotel chains themselves, which is a tip within itself, a bonus. Um, Because I've recognized that during this season, some of the resort fees are ridiculously, they increased. I don't like to say high, but they increased during this season for their own reasons. I'm sure they are business and their business, you know, took a hit last year in 2020. And so with that said, I've noticed even like a five, 20, $30 difference with some of their resort fees. So now I choose just to go directly through the chain itself and then collect points. And the Marriott to me is a very good system because they have multiple hotels within their chain. So I was able to stay at the Westin and I stayed there for about a day and a half. I count the half only because I got there late at night. I had the next full day. And then I end up um, driving to Sedona, Arizona at 5am, you know, a day later. Okay. So during the day I had actually checked in with the individuals who live in Arizona, the people who were hosting my mastermind. And I had asked anyone, do they know of any good spas? Now the spas that they had told me about was actually closer to the place where the mastermind was, which was two hours away from the airport. Okay. So I... Tried to change my Weston hotel reservation to closer to Sedona, but it was too late because I didn't realize or I forgot, I'ma say, that I took advantage of a larger discount or lower fee because I paid in full when I booked the hotel. So I said, okay, you know what? Let me just pivot. And you know, I don't believe that my higher power steers me the wrong way. Um, everything happens for a reason. So let me see if I can find a spa near the um, hotel. So I found a spa that was about 20 minutes away and I said, you know, I don't have anything else to do today. My intention was to wake up that morning, do some work in terms of I recorded some podcasts while I was out there. And then I wanted to spend the rest of the day self-caring, enjoying the room, which I rarely get to do. When we went on trips in the past, we will always be like in the city or at amusement parks and things like that. So I chose to go to one spa in which they had plenty of availability for not just a massage, but also a facial. And a facial I haven't um, received in over a year because at least in California, even though you can get a massage right now with certain safety precautions set up, you cannot get a facial, at least at the time that I was attempting to get one. So I signed up for a one hour massage. When I went there, it was beautiful. I actually have a video on YouTube that I captured the experience of being able to travel, you know, from Miami to Phoenix. So you can check that out on my YouTube channel. If you just search Dr. TK, I will pop right up. But overall, it was a beautiful experience. When I walked in, it was very, of course, serene, quiet. They took me back, of course, to the quiet room. It was a quiet room that I had never seen it structured like that before. They had a lounge where it had like comfortable individual seats. Of course, they had the snacks, they had the drink. They had this awesome big book, uh, more spiritual that we can sign in stating what we wanted our experience to be like. And it reminded me of like scripting. And then you can actually walk out to a patio and the patio was beautiful where you're literally overlooking a lake, I would say, in the middle of the resorts and these beautiful big homes. And so That was just nice for me to just stand out there and look at the homes visualize myself being in some of the homes and those homes look like they were at minimum like seven thousand to ten thousand square feet and of course just the middle part where the water was so that was pretty nice so i was able to get a one-hour massage when i spoke to the woman she of course asked me what was i coming in for i just said you know enjoyment and pleasure this is my first massage in over a year she asked me you know why was i in town i told her and then we just started talking about what i did she told me what she did on the side as far as like practicing reiki and all these things And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to try that too. And so she ended up giving me an additional 15 minutes because she said that you deserve extra time because I know that you were all hit in your field during this season and that meant the world to me because sometimes mental health providers are on the bottom of the barrel. We can't talk about the work that we do. It's confidential. And if you are a therapist, you know exactly what I'm talking about. People don't even deem us sometimes as being in the medical field. They don't even deem us as being serious. It wasn't only until this season that I think people took mental health seriously because a lot of people were impacted just even due to the adjustment and trauma of what happened in 2020. So nevertheless, I ended up receiving like an hour and 15 minute massage. And I thought that that was an extra bonus and a gift from God because I had originally wanted a two hour massage and then I mistakenly when I called just told them the name of the massage and did not tell them that I wanted a two hour massage and then I had it on my list to call them and change it over and over again. I kept forgetting and then when I got there I ended up getting more time anyway and it was actually the best amount of time and the person wholeheartedly was like the best massage person I had ever had. I didn't have to tell her to apply more pressure or let up. You know, I've received massages where I just felt like they weren't doing anything or I felt like at some times, like it was so uncomfortable because it hurt because they were digging too deep. And I'm like, I said, medium pressure, not sit on my back, jump on my back pressure, (laughs) right? So she was perfect where she checked in on me, but I was like, you're perfect. And so then of course she moved me into a second room and that's when I got a one hour facial. And I really felt at that point that, you know, Due to the circumstances, I couldn't get a facial anyway, but I did learn how to do my own facials during the 2020 season. But I just really sat back and realized like, wow, I've been really, even in my capacity, still neglecting myself during this past season in terms of self-care. And there were plenty of things that I could have done, even with just sitting down and doing nothing and enjoying the scenery. You know, I live by the mountains. I can easily just go outside and take a walk or go outside and sit in my community by the fireplace. And I chose not to do that. I chose to sometimes sit in my office. And so I really hope that you hear me, that you have a choice of how you're going to spend your time, despite the circumstances. So on that next morning, like I mentioned, um, after going to the spa, I went to have burger, got me a good salad cause I didn't really want to go in a place and go sit down. And that salad really just like took me over. Usually I would eat dinner like later in the evening around seven, but I just got so comfortable in the room that I ate a snack. You know, because I went to, what is it, CVS or something like that? Safeway. I went to Safeway and bought some snacks, bought a couple of uh, liters of water. And that really just like put me in a mood where I took a shower and I just went to sleep. But that meant that I had a good massage. So I woke up at, I'm going to say four o'clock in the morning the next day. I left um, the hotel at 5 a.m. to drive to Sedona. I decided to tap into my mindset shifting uh, coaching programs that I have that are more audio style. And I listened to one of the programs that I'm in with Dr. Stacia Pierce. As being part of her mastermind for the last three years, um, we also get access to all these bonus courses additional to her membership program, which is Women in women Wealth. And so I was catching up on some of the lessons that I did not um, attend in terms of like the Zoom coaching calls um, every month. So I wanted to also set the tone for my mindset walking into a room with individuals that some of them I've met online, but you know we were all new to one another for the most part. So the drive was literally maybe an hour and 50 minutes. I got my Starbucks, I got my egg bites with my uh, strawberry refresher. And, you know, it was a very good ride. And so when I got to the location, it was definitely interesting to find it. But the scenery of seeing the Red Rocks was nice. Definitely not supposed to be doing this, but I mean... I took a couple of pictures and a couple of videos of the rocks and I put them on my stories. And if you actually want to check them out, you can just head over to my Instagram and there it's a highlight now. And it says Arizona and then it also has one for Miami. So when I got there, it really was a all-inclusive situation and so it was resort style living when I checked in I checked in clearly at like eight o'clock in the morning or seven 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 in the morning and they said oh we we do have like one room available because otherwise I would check in my bags and then I would head over to the mastermind room to get my breakfast and sit down and talk to people so they said you know go check in and then I kept trying to tip the gentleman who got my bags out of the car I went to go pack my you know uh park my car he took my bags to the room and he told me he said hold on to that and I said, okay, and I was going to give him like 10 bucks or whatever. So he said, I'll hold on to that. And I said, this is weird. So when I went to go check in, um, the lady said, oh, tips are already included. You don't have to tip anyone who's here. Don't tip anyone who's here. And I was like, What? And so I was like, is this a trick? So when he came to my room, I still tried to give him the money. and He was like, no, 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 it's good. It's good. Keep the money. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like the best customer service ever. And they're like following the rules and all, but it just feels good that, you know, the the room was a good amount. I'm not going to lie about that, but I see why. And so when I got to the room, I had my own patio double sink bathrooms um, beautiful setup very large plush king bed bed and breakfast style where they had like the trays to come over the bed or if i wanted to even read in the bed or work on my laptop in the bed i can do that you know of course the tv refrigerator free water y'all you know what i'm saying typically in hotels they got the little refrigerator and it's weighted so as soon as you remove something boom your car get charged nope All of that was free. Then when I went to the mastermind and I went back to my room on a break, they set up a, like an area where they put a card with my name on it. They welcomed me, let me know if I, you know, told me that if I needed other, you know, information to call them, they left some snacks and some treats and some more water. And even when you walk into the the area that we were staying in, because it was like maybe a two-story room where our mastermind room was actually on the top of it, but also outside of that, they had individual cottages that can sleep anywhere from one to 10 people so it was phenomenal and I literally said like this is a place that I would want to take not just my entire family to like my immediate family but also my mom to get away because she likes to go to places where it's not a lot of kids and it's kind of like just nothing to do she just wants to chill they had a spa there it was nice so the overall mastermind experience is um, we had breakfast at eight every day they provided us with breakfast they provided us with lunch and dinner on the second day we went out to eat all together on the third day we had dinner outside by the river and of course i bought my big jacket i brought my uh, warm shoes that i had bought off amazon Um, I met up with people that I had met, like I mentioned online, because that was part of our homework assignment on our introductory call before our live mastermind. He encouraged us to at least connect with two people. I connected with five. And so I am definitely an overachiever, but a lot of people also reached out to me, which was pretty nice. And so it it felt really good to get to know people beyond their business as well, because I made it a point to get to know people personally, because my overall goal this year was to build not just another network, but also build friendships, you know, um, like another circle. And so met up with them. Overall, the mastermind was a very beautiful, I keep saying beautiful just because of the scenery and the atmosphere, but it was a beautiful and fun experience. All of us had a chance to participate in lightning rounds, hot seats at our table. And then they chose particular people to do larger hot seats based off of maybe if they were launching a product or program. Some of them were alumni of the program, but it was actually good. Even though I did submit a hot seat question. Um, It's called the Performance Mastermind, by the way, because I keep talking about this mastermind and I haven't said the name. So it's held by or hosted by James Wetmore and it's called the Performance Mastermind. And this year he did rename the mastermind. He added a level of curriculum that we have an online portal to along with access to a whole lot of other you know benefits in his other programs as well and so i submitted for a large hot seat but what they told us to do which i think was really good was to also address our hot seat question at the smaller lightning rounds at our table because it wasn't guaranteed that all of us was going to be able to go and truth be told i was actually glad that i was able to witness other people especially people who had been in his mastermind before I was happy to see them go up and talk about their hot seat question because their hot seat question addressed a lot of the areas that I wanted to work on my business when I got home anyway. So I was like, cool, this was like additional coaching, you know, right there in person. And we were able to ask them questions and pour into them, which is one of the biggest benefits of a mastermind. A lot of the things that came up that we were talking about was revamping our mindset as a business owner, stepping into becoming the person that we truly want to become. And that's one thing that I talked to my clients about as well. We dove deep into our performance, the logistics of building a team, um, lifting up the hood of our car per se, and getting stuff fixed in our business, and making pretty much an action plan for the next ninety days up to the you know the next year that we will be in the mastermind and beyond. So what I learned during the mastermind was that I was more shifting to building a team of employees and then getting those employees their own set of VAs. And so I had to go back to my group practice days. And when I got back home, I decided to offer a W-2 employee position. After being out of that mindset for a long time, because at this point I had had contractors um, for a few years. And so I wanted to hire a W2 employee, specifically my integrator, because that's kind of like my right hand woman or man, right? So I extended the invitation to a person who was a contractor. They were known as an integrator project manager. She was also helping me with event planning. And when I presented the opportunity to her and told her where the, you know, the vision of the business was going, and I also explained to her that the position that she's currently in would eventually have to move to full-time by an employee, not a contractor. It was literally, which to my surprise was a no-brainer to her, where she said, you know, I've been thinking about this for the last three weeks. And I had to, because the way that she was operating in her contractor position was really like an employee. And so I you know, talk to her about the position, ask her what her vision was, you know, within her life and also within this business. And she said, you know, I will leave my job (laughs) for this position. And I was like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that, but thank you, Jesus, you know? And so she said yes. And so she recently, as I'm recording this episode, she just started her employee position two days ago. She is part-time working 15 to 20 hours a week. And she has taken on the role as the integrator and events planner. So it's not too different from a contractor, but the biggest difference between Having an employee and a contractor is that um, it's really about, honestly, who has more control. As a contractor, they pretty much have control. When someone's a contractor, they're technically in their own business offering you a service. And I've had to talk to my clinicians and as my students in my mastermind program about this because some of them in their individual sessions have talked to me about being frustrated in terms of what their contractors will or will not do, such as their VAs. And one of the things that I learned um, during my mastermind to really articulate what I had knew, but I didn't know how to put it to talk to them about is I had told them that you have expectations of an employee, but you hired a contractor. And I really hope that some of you that are listening to this podcast that really, you know, settled in, hit a trigger point and you write this down because you have certain expectations about showing up to meetings every week and they need to show up for work on these times and you hired a contractor. You know, like they don't have the same obligation as an employee has. And so I'm going to talk about this in future episodes because I know that this is something that my clients, um, my students struggle with. But overall, like I mentioned, it was a very good experience. I came home, I got exactly what I wanted. I really felt like at that point, I am really in alignment, not just with the mastermind, with the experience, but also with me building my business to the next level. So when I got home, um, we received another gift from our mastermind coach. We had received a gift while we were there. We had a personalized journal with our name on it. We had a um, booklet, which pretty much like broke down everything in our mastermind, which was nice. And we also received like a candle with our sign because they did collect our information. Um, before we came and we, you know, filled out a questionnaire. Then when we got home, we received another gift (laughs) and we received it when I got home like two days later or a few days later. And I felt like, oh my God, this is so cool. And I just feel like overall this experience was first class, right? And so... I am really excited for what's to come. Since I've been back, I've taken massive action already. There's been a lot of changes in my business. I've redone my org chart. I've put it in my face every day to say, okay, what do I need to do today to work toward making this vision for my organizational chart, for these roles, these seats to be taken in my business so that I can get more stuff off my plate because I did scale my business in 2020. I did delegate tasks out to more of contractors and VAs, but now that I have a part time to full time integrator, now I can really take full advantage of utilizing my mastermind to help me also train her because that's one of the perks and then get more stuff off my plate where I can literally, literally all the way. Okay. Take a vacation and my vision of a vacation, and this is something you may resonate with as well, is that my vision of a real vacation is not having the urge to check my phone because it's not that people bother me when I'm on vacation in my team, they know how to handle business, but I still overstep boundaries and I still check on things. And that's something that I personally have to work on. So sometimes it's not necessarily your team or the person that you hired who's not operating, you know, within boundaries, it's you. Okay, so in the next episode, I really want to continue talking about abundant lifestyles and in business. And I want to share an epic experience that I had in 2021 with my branding photo shoot that I've referenced in numerous podcast episodes that I did in Los Angeles during a season where at least in Los Angeles they continue to cancel my location. So if you haven't had a chance to make sure that you follow me on uh, the podcast platform, I would really love to hear from you. Please don't just follow. Also let me know what was your biggest takeaway? What do you like about the podcast? What is it that you want to hear more of? Because I'm always open for feedback. Um, If you are not already following me on Instagram, head over to Dr. TK Psych and then check out my show notes. I have some awesome things coming up for mental health providers, whether it be my upcoming three plus a bonus. Day Instagram boot camp. Um, but depending on when you hear this podcast episode, will determine what I have going on. So always check the show notes because there are some things that happen throughout the year and then there are some things that are very seasonal. And so I really hope to maybe see you on Instagram. Um, I go live pretty much every week, but this three day boot camp is going to be phenomenal. I will be diving into helping mental health providers do a on the spot health assessment of their business mindset in regards to their brand. Client avatar, um, wealth mindset, breaking through and reframing some mindset blocks or going through some hacks that prevent people from growing their business. And then I also am going to introduce you to what we do in the Dope Therapist Academy so that if that is a good match for you later, then that is something that you can consider. But I always encourage people to do these boot camps with me just so that you can decide what help you need in your business first. And then based off what you learn in the bootcamp, that will determine what your next move is, okay? So I will see you in the next episode. Talk to you later, bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle.